What do you do if you're a filmmaker under lockdown in your own home? Well, you make a movie, of course. And that's exactly what filmmaker Brian Barnes did using the tools such as a smartphone to assist him. We also find out about his most recent feature film, The Redeeming, and what it was like behind the scenes of this psychological thriller. During these lockdown days, many people are catching up on TV box sets and movies to occupy their time. I know for one, I'm catching up on Killing Eve. Now, in today's show, I'm talking to Brian Barnes, a filmmaker from London, who's going to be sharing with us his passion for making films. And he's also discussing his recent project, The Redeeming. Now, Brian's also embarked on a, a rather fun project uh, of making a film while being isolated in his own home. He's going to share some tips with us. Uh, for anybody who actually wants to get their creative juices and actually make a film themselves during this lockdown period. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce Brian Barnes to The Lockdown Show. Brian, hi. Hi, Richie. It's wonderful to be on your show. Thanks very much. Just before we start, tell us a little bit about you. What's your background? I'm a filmmaker based in London. I've been making films since 1987. Um, I've uh, recently made my first feature film, which is... Uh, a psychological thriller called The Redeeming, which is available on Prime. If, if you've got Prime, you can watch it there. Um, and I make corporate videos as well. So I've made business videos for some of the biggest brands in the world, like Apple, Google, Microsoft, Amazon, people like that, Facebook. I've made videos for all sorts of those kind of people. So from one end of the scale, it's business, it's corporate, right up to drama as well and independent film. What do you find interesting about making films? The thing I love most about films is that they have power over people's emotions. So you can make a film that engages people um, at a very visceral gut level. You know, you can make them feel the tension or the excitement or the comedy of a, a moment or whatever and I just love having that power over an audience and, and that's why I enjoy making films. Do you like to get your teeth into all different parts of the filmmaking process because I know some filmmakers you know um, if they're if they've got passion for photography they like to just do the cinematography side of things if they've got passion for editing they just like to do the editing are you a bit of a, like a, a jack of all trades? Do you like to get your teeth into lots of different lots of different aspects of the filmmaking process, or are you kind of structured? No, I'm I'm strictly like to do with directing, and that's it. I get professionals in to do all the rest. One of the most wonderful things about film is that it, it combines so many um, creative areas. It's, it's sometimes known as the seven arts because it combines so many different parts of, of, of creative expression like literature and scenic design and lights and photography and music and all these kind of things and I really really enjoy all of them and specific particularly as an independent filmmaker I kind of have to have my finger in all those pies because I just haven't got the budget to hire other people in but I suppose the thing that I enjoy the most is, is working with actors. But of course, um, at the moment, when I'm in lockdown, you can't work with actors. The other part of filmmaking that I enjoy the most is, is editing. So once you've shot the film and you're playing with it in a cutting room, I particularly enjoy that. And so I suppose when I was sitting here in lockdown and I didn't, I didn't have anything to work on, I thought, well, if I can create some footage to edit, then that will keep me entertained. One of the things uh, that's been a real benefit, I suppose, um, of, of this lockdown process is, is it gives you the sort of singularity of, of mindset to actually look on YouTube for these tutorials and things like that. So I've actually done courses on writing and um, 
camera work and editing and stuff like that on YouTube and, and other platforms uh, over this period of lockdown. I've been I've been doing a lot of online classes um, while making my my new short film as well. So it's it's amazing that the resources available to you on on YouTube these days or on the internet in general. You recently made a psychological thriller called The Redeeming. It's a psychological thriller. It's it's a kind of a cat and mouse game uh, that takes place over the course of one night. So you've got Joyce, who's a disturbed single woman who's hiding out in a house in the, in the remote countryside. Middle of the night, there's a knock on the door. There's a stranger there. Um, she doesn't know whether she should help him or whether she should let him in or not. You know and. She does let him in, but then it's a case of, you know, can she trust him? But more importantly, can he trust her? Because she's behaving a bit oddly. And there's there's a lot of mystery, a lot of secrets between the two of them. And, and, and basically, we follow them over the course of one night and, and discover their secrets. Yeah, she's like, one minute she's kind of like really calm. And the next minute she's just like completely off the rails. Yes, indeed. She's a very volatile character, which made her absolutely fascinating, both for Tracy as the actress to play her and for me as a director to, to follow her character through the story. It, it really kept me um, so interested in the project uh, throughout the whole uh, process of making that film. How long did it take you to actually make it? From, you know, as they say, from soup to nuts, from, from first inkling of the idea of, yes, we're going to make this film, to the moment when it actually came out in the cinema, it took four and a half years. Um, and I was working on the film every single day for that four and a half years. Some days I literally only had to do five minutes to send one email. Other days I was doing sort of 16, 18 hour days, you know. So, um, but for four and a half years I worked on that film every single day. And the shoot itself was very brief. I mean, we were only shooting for nine days. Um, so we, we shot it very quickly. But then once we got it into the edit, as I said earlier, you know, I really enjoy the editing process. And so when we got into the edit, we really took our time over that and restructured the film a, a little bit and, and, and um, you know, really enjoyed that editing process. The film is basically, it's roughly half and half nighttime and daytime. So it's, it's kind of like late night and then the morning after. And the nighttime stuff, a lot of that was actually shot by candlelight, you know, that's how we got that effect, you know, we did that whole Barry Lyndon thing and actually shot by candlelight. Which yeah, because the, the actors are carrying the candles around a lot, aren't they? They are indeed, yes, yeah, and, and the light that you see on their faces when they're carrying the candle is actual genuine candlelight, you know, there's no uh, accentuation with electric lighting or anything like that, you know, it's, it's, um, it's really wonderful what you can do with modern cameras. And the house itself, that um, Joyce's house, it's sort of like, it looks like it's in the middle of nowhere. And from your trailer and everything else that you've made, it really does look kind of sinister. But when you see it in the daylight with a car driving up to it, it just looks like a normal house. I mean, where, how did you find this place? Well, I mean, it's the power of the internet, isn't it? I mean, like, I just literally looked for a holiday home in Somerset and it came up and, um, and I just got on the phone to the owner and I said, look, we, we want to make a film. You know, your house looks like it'd be a great location. Can we come and, and stay in your house and, and make a film there? And they said, absolutely. So 
And it's on an organic farm just outside Minehead in Somerset, um, which is, you know, it's a beautiful location, obviously a wonderful location. And uh, Ryan, our lead actor, when we were there, he actually said it was the most remote place he'd ever been to in his life, you know, because it was just in the middle of nowhere, you know. And while we were there, it happened to coincide with that horrible flooding that they had in Somerset back in the winter of uh, 2017, uh, 2013 into 2014. And um, uh, so we were actually trapped in the house because we were halfway up a hill and at the bottom of the hill there was flood water. So we couldn't get back down the hill because, because the cars couldn't get through the water. So we were stuck in that house for the whole nine days that we were shooting there. So that added to the atmosphere of the shoot. Because it looks very small. I mean, it looks, were you all sort of stepping over each other all the time? Yes, I mean, it, it was a very small crew and it's a very small house. I mean, there, I think there, there were three bedrooms in the house and then there was a, a, a living room, which you see, that's the main room that we use in the film. So that living room that you see in the film is where some of our crew were sleeping on the floor, you know, at night. So um, I shared a bedroom with our cameraman. So I had a bunk bed with our cameraman. I was on the top bunk, he was on the bottom bunk. And I don't think I've slept in a bunk bed since I was about 13. So <laughs> that was quite amusing. Um, and then our, our lead actress, Tracy, had the main room to herself. And then our lead actor, Ryan, had the other room, the bedroom. Um, and then the rest of our crew were just sleeping on the floor down in the living room in sleeping bags, you know. Rough in um, it. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a rough and ready, you know, we got, I mean, because we were all locked in, we were effectively in lockdown in that house yeah. um, <laughs> at the time we were making the film. And, um, and you, you know, we really learnt to, to get on well with each other and, and we really bonded like a family. It was wonderful. It's really wonderful. What was the most sort of like fun part of it for you? I think the, the key thing for me was that Ryan, our lead actor, is an amazing comedian, an absolutely amazing comedian. Ryan had us in stitches all the time. Every time we, we cut a take and we had a break between setups, he would just be telling us jokes and making us laugh all the time. I don't think I've ever laughed so much in my life. It was just fantastic. How can people find out more about The Redeeming, Brian? You can watch The Redeeming on a lot of uh, VOD platforms. Uh, the easiest way to track them down is just to go to theredeeming.com and then you'll, you'll get a whole list of links to um, all the VOD platforms that the film is on. Because it's on Prime as well, isn't it? It's on Prime in the UK and the US and in many other territories around the world. I think my distributor said we're in something like 80 countries around the world or something like that. So it's very, very easy to, to watch the film. You're in lockdown the same as me there. I can see you over there. You can see me here. Our rooms look very similar, actually, with uh, our computers and our editing stations and everything else. Uh, what are you doing there just to keep your mind occupied? I've been making a short film, you know, but because I'm here on my own in lockdown, I can't bring anybody else over to help me. I've ended up having to be in my own film as well as shoot it, as well as edit it, you know? The star. <laughs> The cameraman, the director, the editor, and you're gonna be the distributor at the same time. Indeed I am. Yeah. Is it is it a comedy film? What is it? Give us a little bit of a clue. Well, I mean 
mean, it's, you know, I've gone back to my horror roots. It's a, it's a kind of a psychological horror, you know. It's, um, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, basically the idea is that, it, you know, it, it, the character, I'm playing the character, you know, wakes up in the morning, he's having his morning shave, and then something really odd happens to him, and, and then he has to sort of investigate, you know. Um, I don't want to really say much more than that. Oh. It's a very short film. I mean, it's a micro short. It's like ninety seconds long, and um, but it's you know it's almost finished now. So, so how could we see it when it does get finished? Well, it, I will be putting it up on YouTube oh. when it's finished. Um, I mean, the wonderful thing about this lockdown is that um, there have been a lot of initiatives that have come forward. So, for example, uh, Roger Corman, the great Roger Corman, King of the Bees, you know. He has actually put out a challenge to filmmakers to make a short film under lockdown conditions and send it to him, and he's going to award the winner a prize. And so I'm, I'm going to be submitting it to that. There's another lockdown film festival I found that I'm going to be putting it in for. You know, there are a lot, lots of these kind of initiatives going on at the moment, and which is wonderful because it keeps us all occupied, gives us all something to, to work toward. Why would you recommend making a film if you're under lockdown? I think one of the things about film is that everybody watches films. Everybody watches films. Everybody watches TV or films, whatever. It's it, it, thing. Other things like sculpture or art or music are maybe not necessarily things that we've all experienced or or you know consumed ourselves on a regular basis. Whereas film is something that we all, that affects us all. We, we've all seen it. And so it, it's kind of natural that if you've watched, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of films in your life, that that you would want to have a go at making one just to see what it's like to make a film. So if you've never made a film before, you know, now is the perfect time to pick up your mobile phone and just, you know, use the video camera on your phone and just have a go at doing something, you know. You know, making these kind of micro short films that are sort of 30, 60, 90 seconds long, you know, you can really experiment, really try something out, see if it works. You know, things, something that really works at that kind of length is kind of like, you know, what's your favorite joke? You know, someone must have, you know, you must have a favorite joke that you enjoy. Well, why not just act that out and then film it? And, and you know, you've made a little film. For people that have never made films before, what equipment do they need? They literally need nothing these days. If you've got a mobile phone, a modern smartphone, you will have a video camera built into that phone. You know, you shoot on your phone and then you load that footage into your computer, like a laptop, or you can even edit on an iPad now if you've got the right software. And you can get this software for free from Google Play or the App Store or whatever, and you can just have a go. And that's the wonderful thing about, about modern technology now is that if you've always wondered what it's like to make a film, now's your chance to try, you know, just get on with it, have some fun, you know, really mess around, really experiment, you know, because nobody's going to see it unless you really want them to see it, you know, so you can do whatever you like. So thank you very much for being on the show. It's my pleasure, Richie. It's really lovely to, to be part of it. And good luck with your short film. I look forward to actually seeing the finished version. Thank you very much. Yeah, I hope it'll it'll work out really well. You take care, mate. Ta-ra! Thank you. Bye.